Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode 11. I probably got that wrong. But this week, I've actually got my friend Aisha on, who I met, even though we weren't in the same program, we did meet in some of our ed classes uh, while we were getting our degrees and our licenses. Uh, before we get started, though, please make sure you check out Classroom Brew at facebook.com slash classroombrew. There's also an Instagram Instagram account at Classroom Brew and a YouTube channel. We're also on Google Play. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're on iTunes or the podcast app. Please make sure you're spreading the word, rating and reviewing, and enjoying. All right. Sorry. Got that out of the way. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for uh, having me. <laughs> thanks for being on. Um, so this is kind of like a alternative day for recording. So it's kind of cool that I can say, how is your week going? Not how was your week? Yeah. I just like came back here from a ton of grading. <laughs> How fun. <laughs> oh, I know. I did like a couple hours the other day, which is never fun. Mm-hmm. But then we have this today to kind of break up that monotony, which is nice. Yes. Yes. So did you find, well, actually, I'm not going to go into that quite yet. Without like going into specifics, mm-hmm. uh, what type of school subjects, grade level uh, do you currently teach? Because you're also in your first year yes. of teaching. Yeah. So after the lovely Ed TPA, um, <laughs> I figured out my assignment after um, an interview and uh, it's at, I'm at a top selective enrollment school, very highly competitive. I teach upperclassmen, which is great because they all are well behaved, but there's a lot of cutting corners. So I have to constantly think back to like when I was there, when I graduated high school from 2010, which is not too long ago. So yeah, so I graduated. Yeah, so I'm 25. Okay. So walking in, I think that was one of my fears was that these students were like my brother's age. And I'm just like, oh, they're not going to take me seriously. And have I- you been confused for a student yet? Like, have they been like, go yes. to class? Oh, my God. Like, oh uh... yeah. So um, there was an assembly on that first day and someone came up to me and I don't know who he was, but he was like, excuse me, you need to sit down. And I'm like, I'm a teacher. <laughs> I'm staff. I'm like, You're this like, is who, so embarrassing. Who the hell are you? Like, Yeah. And then security, every time I used to walk by, they'd be like, excuse me. And I'd be like, wow, they're using that tone with me. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like, it's all good. You know, I'm staff. So... I used to actually do that when I was in high school. I, I had like the teacher mm-hmm. voice. I didn't know I wanted to be a teacher, but yeah. I used to always just be like, are you where you're supposed to be right now? And they would always get like the shit scared out of me because they oh, thought I was a teacher. That's like I used the, to do it all the time. Oh my gosh, that's so wise. No, now that I'm <laughs> actually a teacher, it's just so embarrassing <laughs> where kids like look at you too. And then kids like whisper when you walk by, they're like, that's the new teacher. <laughs> and you're like, oh yeah, they're talking about me. <laughs> I feel like do I, I wave like, in like 10 years we're gonna want to be you know mistaken for you know the students would be like, oh, my God, oh yeah wave. yeah so my colleagues are like oh I would oh my god I love that and I was like <laughs> no I'm trying to establish myself here yeah. like <laughs> yeah. so uh as far so are the other staff typically like older than mm-hmm. you like for the most part or is there anyone close to mm-hmm. where you are or i'm the youngest in the building so i'm definitely the baby um <laughs> which is a good sign because that means that retention rate is so high in that school because everyone's been there since the building started in 19 yeah. well the building opened up in 1999 okay. so i have teachers who are who are still there within my team since the start of that building I am new, new, and that's, I mean, that's great, and I immediately was told that I was going to teach three AP environmental science classes, so I'm the uh, only AP. The first year. Like, <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah, only AP teacher and two honors bio classes, which was, I mean, again, subjects that I love. It's just, it was just like, wow, this is like excited, nervous, selective enrollment these kids are super bright it's like um i had carol Mishner just see my class the other week um she sat through 100 minutes last week Ooh. yeah from one of my ap classes and her first comment was like aren't the students so brilliant and i'm like yes they are which is why i'm like on my toes constantly which is great you know <laughs> i just want to get through this week please don't make feel pressure <laughs> yeah. But... yeah yeah no that i never thought of it that because i'm the youngest in my staff too mm-hmm. uh at a whopping 24 and uh I never thought of it as, oh, they're retaining staff. Because we have some people that have been there for like two decades or like Mm -hmm. they left and came back or they've been there for 10 years. It is a good sign. I know we're in a a tougher school right now and we're kind of turning it around. Right. But I like thinking of it that way. Yeah, no, I mean, that's an indication that, hey, the school's doing well and they're not wanting to leave. So they look at me the more like, oh, we're hoping you're going to stay long and like you're investing in the school. 
Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I love it. Like I, like I, I relate to the kids. So mm-hmm. that's you know, the reason I chose that school because I saw my mini me's <laughs> all around. <laughs> mini me's. Yeah. Like anxiety filled, <laughs> taking seven AP classes. There you go. Like so. overachievers. And it's like, you're relaxed. Like, Throwback. like <laughs> go See, I meet feel somebody. Like, I feel like I was not as good of a, like a middle school and elementary school student. Mm-hmm. And like, even in high school, I feel like I was kind of like, I did enough mm-hmm. to get by. Do you think so? You were always like the like I'm gonna do 110 percent yeah, every single so, time. Yeah, like um, and that's the reason why I really got into teaching is I feel like if I could talk to like my past self, I'd be like, can you just live for a little bit? <laughs> and I think that's that's the reason why now I'm like enjoying it because I tell the students I'm like, hey, like we did not have blocks and like I had all these AP classes, but I like. I was picking assignments over sometimes social events. Mm-hmm. So trying to tell the students to like maintain that balance. Like, look, it's like I relate and I know what they're doing. They've been, I've overheard a conversation the other day where their students were like comparing how many all nighters they've pulled. And I was like, this is not okay. I was just like, <laughs> how many all nighters? Like, yeah. I got seven. I feel like I actually pulled three all nighters. And the <laughs> other, like, the, the guy that was there was like oh well i think i'm about to pull my third one tonight and i'm like what Jeez. for my class no hope it's not like, my it's stop. Like, don't do that, if he yeah. enviro no like <laughs> out of all classes to pull an all, like an all-nighter that's like a college thing too like when you're in yeah. college everyone brags but oh i haven't even slept and I'm, yeah. I'm just killing it yeah yeah it's like it's so it's again it's a bunch of um students who are like i mean they're they're so determined they're super engaged mm-hmm. But sometimes they need to pause because it's like Carol Missioner saw that too, where it's like I introduce a unit. I'm like, hey, guys, we're going to talk about biodiversity. And immediately a student raises her hand and I'm like, yes. And she's like, are we going to talk about like, um, you know, biodiverse hotspots and everything I had in my list? It's like stealing the flame. And it's like, no, 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 we're going to get there. Let me step back. Like, like, hold up. Hold on. Like, (laughs) let's breathe. We didn't even start yet. (laughs) Yeah, I have that too with some kids where they're, which is good. Like, you don't want to discourage it but it's like just like take a second yeah. be a kid like it's, relax yeah it's like it's like oh my god i'm glad everyone's so excited every day let's <laughs> relax for like two seconds we but anyways they, they have to be kids nowadays that's that's the big thing yeah the big takeaway yeah so youngest staff member have you noticed so it took me a while to actually mm-hmm. like i felt like it was kind of like the cool kids and the non-cool kids with the, mm. the teacher staff there was oh, that yeah. dynamic <laughs> just because i was the new guy yeah <laughs> uh, and it took me like a solid two or three weeks to like eventually one of them was like Hey, we're gonna go to this place to get lunch. Do you want us to bring anything? And I was like, <gasps> Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, being surrounded by very experienced and social teachers, like my science department's very close with the anthro department. So it's like they are it's like the cool group that's just, you know, hanging out. And to be asked, it was just like at the beginning of the year, I was like, Oh my gosh, am I gonna fit in? Like it's like you're just a student <laughs> it's like too. Your first day of school yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like am I the odd science teacher? I mean, we're all odd, right? But it's like, am that's I the true. oddest odd science teacher here? But then um I just realized that I'm okay to do stuff on my own because I really have to get my act together. These I'm surrounded by very amazing established teachers. And I just told myself, I was like, you know what, like, let me get my stuff together. And like, I'm okay with saying no, like, meaning like, it, like, it's like, I love it. Like, they all care and, you know, ask if I'm okay, check in. Uh-huh. But I'm at the same time, like, I'm so comfortable being like, you know, like, I need, like, I am not, like, it's like, I know teachers hang out like during lunch breaks and stuff, but because I have three APs and two honors, like I stuff to do. Yeah, and it's my first year, so I'm okay sacrificing that social time. Like we've been hanging out, we went to like um, a place together. We're doing a holiday party soon. It's like I like I know when to go out, but I also know when to say no. No, I get that, and I'm, I'm trying to think back to like, well, wait, how many staff members do you have at your school? By the way, oh my gosh, we have a lot. I don't know. I, hundred like it's a oh lot yeah we have a lot like there's a lot a lot for sure okay but i might be i mean maybe that's a maybe it's 50 <laughs> like, it's 50 to 100 <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well we have i think our staff is like 25 like 100 percent, 25 that's, people hey that reminds me of my high school like it's like Did you go to a small school yeah i went to so i went to wheeling um high school i'm from wheeling illinois so okay. up north okay that's where my so like way before i was born because mm-hmm. like i'm the youngest of five kids oh wow so, like, cool back when like 
kids one and two were born, that's where my parents lived too in Wheeling. Ah, uh, no way! Wow. What yeah. Is, so yeah, so I'm the oldest of four, and oh, really? yeah, so my parents still live there. My siblings are all over the place. We're all over the spectrum too in terms of personality. <laughs> two of my sisters, one's in DePaul. She lives in um, Lincoln Park. Other sisters in um, NEIU, and my brother's, uh, he's the president of Harper College, and he's Whoa. the youngest, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, him and I get along really well. We're like the nerdy <laughs> of the bunch, and then the other two are like, so the, ah, social. The bookends are the, the nerdy ones, and then yes. the middle ones are the... Oh, yeah. I don't think I should <laughs> say anything on air of the things they're engaging in, but like, my mom knows. So Aisha, hi, how mom. could you say that? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So uh, I've never, so like I know a little bit about Wheeling, but like how is it like, Mm -hmm. so like right now we're on the South side and that's a completely different world for me. So for sure, uh, we're in an area that it's not quite as diverse as I would like. My building is a nice little pocket. Like it's just, you know, me and Katie and then like a bunch of like retired black people and it's awesome. They're so friendly. Uh, Love it. I feel at home, but like outside of just my building, Mm -hmm. it's so like monotonous. What's the word? It's like homogenous. Homogenous. Thank you. That's the word. Uh, and it kind of like creeps me out. Is that like what Wheeling? Oh, for sure. I was the only. Or, no, I don't want to say that because I'm pretty sure there were brown people that were hiding. <laughs> like, there was like. <laughs> I, I, I believe like, well, when I. So I'm a 90s baby. Um, yeah, no, I was like the only Muslim family growing up. So it was like my friends would be like oh, you're becoming a nun? Like, they, oh like, like growing up because, like, <laughs> looking at my mom, they just assumed, like, I was part of some orthodox, like, like they used, sect. They use their own, like, their schemas, and they're like, oh, yeah. that must be a habit. They're like, yeah, they're like, she's gonna go to nunnery school. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> like, teach me. <laughs> anyway. I want so, to learn. Like, yeah, so, right. And then um, it was just interesting because because I grew up with everyone there, like it's so small, like we all know each other. And then I decided to go to the city, which was like scary. And I remember one of my good girlfriends, and if she hears this podcast, she might be mad, but that's okay. <laughs> when she decided to visit the city when I was an undergrad, she was like, let's take the train. And she wouldn't let go of my hand because she was so Aww. afraid. I know. <laughs> like, you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm just like, oh gosh, like this is weird. And <laughs> I'm then, an adult already. I was like, really like toughen up, you know? <laughs> and then, but um, it's just... It's a homogenous thing. Like, I live on a cul-de-sac, and then, like, the grass is measured, and everybody, like, stares at each It's just really boring. Like, yeah. like I love wheeling in terms of, like, you know, you want to focus on your family and, I guess, have very, you know, basic education, sure. But we weren't critically thinking anything. Like, it was just like, mm. those folks in the city are crazy. That's the idea that I got. And then when I said I was going to go to the city, it was just like, whoa, like, she's going to change. And it's like, but isn't that a good thing? Like, <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, funny part is when I went to the city, people were like, you talk like a suburban girl. But then when I went, what? yeah. Well, so then when I went back to the suburbs, my suburban friends were like, oh, my God, you talk like a city folk. Like, you so aggressive city folk yeah folk. folk yeah city folk and they're like you sound so aggressive and they're like oh my god Aisha like you never had this edge and I'm like what edge like I feel like I'm so soft so like I don't know what you're talking about like I haven't changed that much I just moved yeah that's crazy like <laughs> well I was told when I'm on this podcast I have more of a Chicago accent which is weird because I don't think I really have that accent at all yeah yeah I don't, I don't hear it right now either though right but. right well see I think suburban people can recognize each other just the way we emphasize things and mm. keywords but then i don't know like i know like chicago people really call me out they're like you are definitely <laughs> grew up in the suburbs just the, just my analogies and whatever mannerisms yeah. did you ever like encounter those people that were like from sorry naperville, naperville people but oh, they're yeah. like oh i'm from chicago because they just oh, don't want to go into it, oh but, oh yeah that's evanston like folks oh my gosh evanston <laughs> folks evanston. all this time that's it's just like one. i call them out right away they're like oh i'm from this like i'm from south side i'm like no you're not you're from <laughs> north side correction and that's a <laughs> suburb like so and you're you're teaching on the north side right now right yeah i'm teaching on the north side okay is it like a diverse staff diverse students or like how has uh, that been so far well recently from what i'm looking at right now we've They've done a good job of bringing more diverse staff in. So, That's like, good. me being there is adding to the diversity. <laughs> but um, it used to be, it's interesting because they told me during parent-teacher conferences that the school was notoriously known to be an all-white school. That and... 
Oh, I shouldn't say. Sorry. Oh. That and so, another enrollment Yeah, that school. and another. So <laughs> that school and another school was known to be notoriously like all all white school, all white staff. Is it because, like, what was the explanation that they offered? Well, like, it's because it's in a, um, it's just a highly selective enrollment. It's in the northern parts of okay, Chicago. Okay. Yeah, because so, there's unfortunately still segregation unofficially, yeah. which is ridiculous, but... It's there, and they and and then it was this idea that even if they incorporated like city like integration programs, and never really worked out well or whatever. That was like sure. just hearing remnants of that story. But um, now, as t- terms of like student body, it's very diverse. Okay, which well, is why good. I was like, hey, like I see a huge like brown, especially Muslim population there, and I've never seen that. So like growing up in a um, high school where I was the only one representing that and now going to this school and being like oh my gosh there's so many hijabis like wow there's a, like a cult of them or like you know like there's a club of them and they're like girls cliques and stuff and you're just like oh wow like imagine like I was just like if I was in high school and I saw other girls like me would I, we be friends or would we be clashing like it was just yeah. like wow and then I it was interesting because on my first day when I had to pronounce names, anything that was like Middle Eastern, Persian, or Desi, like immediately they were like lit up and they were like, oh my God, you're the first person that pronounced my name <laughs> so right. I got this, no problem. I was like, like oh yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Um, I would say it's any name that's um, Middle Eastern, Arabic, or Desi that has a, like an ein. It's like a different, I can't even pronounce it because I don't, like, it's not a language that I speak to um, oftenly or commonly sure um but it's like you know what the real pronunciation is but everyone's getting it wrong yeah and yeah. you try it and the kid looks at you and is like just stop like you're like <laughs> you're trying try too it. hard right now i know your type don't try it i'm just like ah, i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> did you ever think so like you mentioned like oh would i be friends with that group over there yeah Have you ever take kind of look at like your current friends and you're like if we met now would we have been friends or the people that you met more recently? If you're like, if we met back then, maybe I should be friends. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a really good question. Actually. Uh, so I just noticed with time, like my friends and maybe I'm 25. It's like, there's this gap now with career choice and decisions, major decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm happy and also slightly disappointed. It's like within, like, it's just like meaning People are so set and maybe that's just growing up in Wheeling and just seeing my Wheeling folks. It's like those who have very conservative, like I do not want to like think outside the box or I just or like their explanation is I love the way I'm living and I don't want to be bothered by this extraneous stuff. So don't bother Ooh. me. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, fair argument. You and they're know? calling you harsh coming from the city. Yeah. Now. And I'm just like, yeah, right, right. And I'm just like, okay, well, if that's your way of life and they're like, you know, this is this is America. It's like, okay, cool. Great. Mm. This is America too. So I say the same thing back. I'm like, welcome. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I know exactly what to say back anyway. So it's just like, whatever. But um, yeah, but it's when I look at some, well, in my AP environmental science class, there's this really cute like group of students and they're like, they're, I mean, they're all overachievers, but these are like your extra like overachievers, <laughs> but they're so cute. And like, I looked at them and I was like, you know what? When I was, if I was your age, I would probably sit at this table and they like immediately smile. Cause I was like acknowledging, <laughs> okay. like, you know, it's like, hey, like, you're okay. Like, I got you. You're like, going to make it. Like, like, look at me like I appreciate your like, you know, extraness. Like, there you it's go. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of cute though. <laughs> the ones that identify with you. And then, so like, mm-hmm. I take it like they're the ones that like they want to. Like, so they're already overachievers. Right. Now that you've identified with them a little bit, now they're just like taking it to like the next level. Oh, actually, no, they stay, they kind of went a little down. And then it was just like, I guess they want to be a little more cool. And it was like, Mm. oh, and I was like, oh, man, the next day I was like, uh, (laughs) but then like they went back to themselves. It's like hard to not be who you are. Right. So, sure, sure. Yeah. They're, they're, they're they're juniors. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so have you had any, so like we just got back from Thanksgiving break Mm -hmm. and I spent like half a day just kind of getting students reoriented reoriented to like the way things go and the procedures and expectations and stuff like that. You're at a selective enrollment school. Did you have any of those, you know, hiccups and stuff? Oh, like that? that's a, that's a good question. Um, so 
because because I over plan, it wasn't really planning. It was more like student reaction. Everybody looked so sleepy. And it was just like, oh, no, like, because I'm so high energy. I'm like a squirrel. So it was just like, oh, it's like, and a, it's like a squirrel. Yeah, like, I'm just like all over the place. And these kids were just like, like sitting down looking at me like, why? And this is 100 minutes and first <laughs> class, right? So um, I was like, you know what? Um, and this is through the fellowship at UIC where I got this idea of doing two roses and a thorn. Okay. So I was like, why don't you guys go ahead and share two positives and one thorn? And they were like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like, let's reflect about Thanksgiving. And they immediately got into it. And then I was like, let's share some roses. And like, nobody shared anything. And I was like, how about thorns? And immediately, like, everyone's hands. <laughs> All the hands they were like, so excited. I, was like, like, I got some shit for you to see. I was like, okay. But <laughs> the first thorn that um, a student shared, I was just like, oh, this is interesting. It was like, I like, it's like, I was so hungry. And I was like, okay, like, they're sharing it to the class. And they're like, I was super hungry. So me and my friends went to like Mickey D's and ate something. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, I went home and mom's like, we're going to take you to your favorite restaurant. And I was just like, oh, I'm like, that's a thorn. And I'm like, it's like a first world. Yeah, I know. I was like, okay. I was like, I like where this is starting. I was like, that was my first thorn. (laughs) (laughs) That's intense though. Yeah. Well, like, uh, so like for some of the students at my school, Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, it's all thorns for them. So not to take it to like a dark point, but like, Today, for example, I yeah. had to do a mandated reporter type of thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. Which really yeah. well, I mean, it's not. I'm glad that you know, for his sake, things are going to go in the right direction. That's the big thing. For but, sure. Uh, do you think, with the environment they're in, mm-hmm. selective enrollment, do you get a lot of parent support, a lot of healthy relationships that they're used to, mm-hmm. or are you, as their teacher, the only healthy relationship they actually get? Actually, that's what they're trying to figure out right now. So they're doing more like climate. Um, interviews and just checking where the students are at. So, like, my when being a new teacher, I feel like these students felt pretty like comfortable to tell me what the school is like. Sure. So when I asked them, I'm like, oh, like you know, just like, do you feel like you have someone to go to? And they were like, no, not like they were just being like, oh, no, not really. Like they feel like. They felt like by trusting an adult, this is what I got from three of my sections. If they trust an adult with information, they feel like that uh, that adult will share it to admin who's going to make it a bigger deal and then they're going to be labeled such. Sure. And they felt like, no, I just wanted to share. Like, I just wanted to vent kind of like a therapist. Like, all they needed were really therapist. But um, they they were just like, oh, I feel like adults blow it out of proportion or they look at me differently. They just felt like we were too judgmental, too practical, whatever. Right. Right. So then it's like and they were like, I don't know, like they I feel like but I feel like this isn't every school. I think this is a huge problem. We're so caught up with and maybe this is for selective enrollment. We're so caught up with the next generation science standards, standards based grading, et cetera, whatever you call it. Problem PBL, CBL, everything that's been changing, (laughs) every acronym that's out there. Oh, my God. But. Yeah. NGSS, I mean, this is where my argument is, is like the first thing that it talks about is like addressing, you know, diversity within your classroom and like those connections foregrounding that, you know, background where they're coming from. And I feel like educators are just like skipping that because it's just like, oh, we need to make sure we look good. And it's like, Mm -hmm. this is, well, this is the result of it. You have, I mean, from the two schools I went to, which were both selective enrollments for student teaching and now here, um, I just picked up the same feeling was that students really feel like, you know, it's all surface level and there's a few teachers that really dig deep down and yeah, yeah, just, we need to fix that. Do you have those? So I've kind of encountered that too, where it's like, sometimes it's made into a bigger deal than it should be. Right. What do you typically, so we have to like log everything, even if it's a conversation that takes two seconds, we have to log it just so we can show for like our reach value, evaluation, things like that. Right. If you have something that it's like, all right, well, I'm not going to go to admin with uh, with this. What do you typically do to kind of like follow up to kind of, and I'm mostly just asking because I'm curious. I'm not like saying like, oh. Right. Well, I mean, I, in, because I'm a new teacher and these students, hmm, I'm going to go back actually. Now I do have an incident to share. Okay. So yeah, there, okay. I was like, <laughs> wait, I was like, no, 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 there's something was. So in one of my classes, a student found a phone and they picked it up. It was just hidden and it was recording. 
Mm. And it was like, yeah, so this gets really weird. So it was like 30 minutes into some sort of recording. Well, it wasn't me because I wasn't lecturing those 30 minutes. It was actually, they were doing a lab. So I knew based off the time, whatever, whoever started it or whatever happened, it was like student conversations. And oh God, yeah. And I was like, whose phone is this? Which was a bad idea on my part because I had to be like, it's like, oh, that was so dumb, Aisha. Like, no oh, like one's going to admit it. No, or- right. So the kids were like, oh, oh, my God, whose phone is this? Like, who's recording us? And then they started to like, they swiped to the side because it was an iPhone and they started taking pictures of me in the background and them <sighs> and like picking. I was like, no, no, stop. And like the recording was going like, how do we stop this? And I was just like, let's figure like, let's figure this out. Right. No one admitted who it like whose phone it was. And I like immediately went to like the teachers next door and I was like, whose phone is this? And they're like, we're going to take it down to admin. Ugh. And I know I would not want to deal with that if I was admin either. So they brought it straight down to admin and I'm sitting here creeped out because I was like, wow, like it could have also been me. And, you know, like we're so candid with like our just like it's it's not even like us being inappropriate. It's just like taking your words out of context at any point. Just yeah, knowing yeah. that existed was just kind of creepy. And then we went downstairs. Um, well, I went to the next class and no one said anything. And then these two gentlemen come up to me or, um, sorry. He said that so ominous. Two gentlemen came up two, to me. Yeah. Like, two, not staff people I knew, mm, just two, two random gentlemen. Yeah, two gentlemen. Black suits. They had a black van. Yep. They were like, you know, I felt the shadow and I was like, oh gosh, <laughs> like I got a possession of something. <laughs> it's Trump's America coming to get us like, all. We're all doomed. I was like, it's ice. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, <laughs> so um, they were like, oh, um, so sorry, but that was my phone and i'm like oh and it was like i'm so sorry like can i have it back and i'm like well it's down in an administration and i gave like the biggest <laughs> smile my problem i was like, like oh okay let's see where this goes <laughs> um but it was a learning lesson for me because uh i realized you know it's like you're like what you consider discipline and what happened and it was nice to see how admin took the position of being like hey this is recording, like, you know, illegally recording minors. And you can get in serious trouble for this. So I want you yeah. to delete it in front of me right now. And so they, were, like, it deleted it. The cause of it was, like, oh, like, I'm so tired. And, like, I just wanted, I, 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 to be honest, I don't even know. That's but the worst excuse ever. I know. I was tired. See, that just got, like, all of that just added to more shadiness. Oh, <laughs> and the other explanation was the reason I didn't tell you, Miss Kazi, is because I felt like, asking to record something would be weird but then i'm like but recording something without me knowing is even more weird yeah that's way more it's weird. like that's just even i'm gonna stop engaging in shady activity that yeah. was just like my conclusion it put my class in, in this weirdly like odd state because like the next two days they're like whose phone was it and i knew who it was but they knew who right. it was too but it was just like you know post thanks like it's like thinking back in terms of timeline it's just like these students are so tired or burnt out or just so much going on and you're just like oh admin you decisions you know it's like where do i bring in a bigger person in that case i had to because it was just like i'm like potential issue yeah i was like this is creepy 30 minutes of recording like what are you doing with this like Uh, uh I hate the phone issue too. Do you actually, do you have, so aside from the recording thing, do you have issues mm-hmm. with kids on phones in class and you have to like constantly say like, put the phone away, oh. take phones away, things like that? Well, you're going to laugh at this. Well, in my <laughs> school, um, each student gets a Chromebook. So okay. Okay. <laughs> I've been to schools where they have that. That's, that's pretty common now. Right. So they not only have Chromebooks, but they have phones, but because it depends on their year. So seniors, like they can be sneaky. So you just have to like be like, oh, I saw that. I call it out right away. I'm like, put that phone down, turn it over. But my juniors, they're so cute. They'd be like, Miss Kazi, can I use my phone to take a picture of this diagram? And I'll be like, yeah, go ahead. There like, you go. Yeah. So Smooth. And they don't like send like a and, text in between so, and then pew. So to encourage that behavior, since they take such a long time to ask this question, I give them a very long response back. I'd be like, you know what? You can use your <laughs> phone right now. That's awesome. Thank you so much for asking. There you go. So then <laughs> it's nice. a lot of effort on my part. But yeah. <laughs> That's good, though. And they see that. And they're going to see how you react to it, too. And then they're mm-hmm. going to, because that's a thoughtful answer. You give them the whole reasoning and things like that instead of just like, oh, yeah, sure. Or no. Yeah. No. And, and then I make sure I make it a big deal in front of the class. And they're just like, okay, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've, I've been in schools where they do have Chromebooks. And that's where I had the least issues with cell phones. Yeah. Like, okay, I get it. If there's free time, like, mm-hmm. that's fine. Check your email or whatever. But with right. phones, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. especially like the harsher the admin gets, but also yeah. the less they enforce it, the worse it becomes. And it, it's such a nightmare at our school. 
for sure. And I mean, to be quite honest, like, let's realistically think about it. Like, they're sitting in, well, in my class, they're sitting for 100 minutes. Yeah, I am my, an expectation of them to be thinking science and atoms and molecules for 100 minutes is like mm-hmm. insane. Like, even I'm like, you know, my mind's going to drift off somewhere too. Yeah. So I'm okay with them having that because I remember going back to like, think back to your like science classes. Like, you had these best funny conversations to decide, like, what did you do last weekend? <laughs> or true. like the party that's coming up. So it's like, so I have to usually, like you know try to be that teacher or be that teacher and be like hey guys like let's not talk about that party that's coming up like make sure you focus right we gotta be reasonable with them but but also walk away to give them that space too because i know at the end of the day like that's the stuff that kind of matters to them is those relationships yeah well they go to school to socialize for the most part i mean granted you have a lot of high performers but yeah the most part they're there to socialize Mm -hmm. so Did you have block scheduling when you were in high school? No. So this is where they make fun of me because I was in, it was eight, yeah, eight periods and I had all AP classes. So I had no life. Yeah. So now it makes sense now. Like how did you even have time at the end of the day or at night? Well, I didn't go to, like I only got four hours of sleep. So I, yeah. So I mean, (laughs) not that. Four hours of sleep, two hours of breathing. Yeah. And. And and I was on like student, I was like on, you know, executive board and like you, you do all the nerdy, like the, like it's like all the other side clubs, whatever. But, um, and these kids are doing the same. So it's just like, I look at them and I'm like, prioritize, don't do what I did and be wise. Like you don't have to take every AP class and like, you know, it's just, I'm telling them to make wise decisions and be critical thinkers. Cause I was just like, you know, undergrad, your professor, give or choose, maybe good or bad. And <laughs> <They're> <laughs> I'm like, being they honest. They don't have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I was, I had block scheduling in high school mm-hmm. and uh, in my last year, my senior year, my last semester, I had peer tutoring. So we sat in the library and no one came to go see us. So I did my homework. That's awesome. Then I had French four. So yeah. I did my French four homework in peer tutoring. Neat. Then I had international relations, mm-hmm. switched off every other day with the gym mm-hmm. and then something called senior study, which means I got to go home. Wow. So what I really, school did you go to? <laughs> this is out in the suburbs. He's like suburbs. Montessori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that, you know, those other, those high, you know. Uh, but so coming to teaching in like non-block scheduling where they have 15 mm-hmm. minute periods, but they have eight classes a day. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, how do they handle that oh, many classes? No, it's just too much. I like, so I purposely scheduled my gym classes, my first class in high school, so I can wake up. Smart. Well, you and can then pick I, your schedule. Yeah, like that. so you get to pick your schedule. Well, I mean, okay. that's being in the suburbs. You're like, oh, I want this. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I want no art. So it was just like, <laughs> and it will be so. Yeah, yep. So <laughs> being tracked, I had gym first, then AP bio, and then I just stacked my APs to the one that I didn't like the most near the end, which was stats. <laughs> and I was like, I'll end sure. the day with stats. Ooh. So. And I mean, worst is it, I mean, it's fine. It happened. It's like, I can't linger too much in the past. So (laughs) (laughs) it's intense though. Yeah. So technology in the classroom, you were kind of briefly before we like started recording, Mm -hmm. you were talking about stuff that goes on with Kahoot. Oh, yes. Which is awesome. I'm re- I didn't I didn't ask you what the name of the or the thing was, but cuz I wanted to save it for now, but Sure. I'm excited. I was waiting for this part. Okay, so this actually happened yesterday. So out of I teach all um upperclassmen and then I have one class that we're forced to teach, which is freshman colloquium on a Wednesday. So we have an enrichment day on Wednesday. So okay. it's non-academics, just fun cool. classes. And it's almost every other Wednesday. It's like a break for all the staff. So it's great. So Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and it's great for the kids. But I am dealing with freshmen and it's really interesting because it's like they're really like needy. So they're like attached or they're just following you everywhere. And um, we had uh, the auditor. So my... I sponsor like five student groups and one of the student oh groups. I know. <laughs> Are you sure you're a first year teacher? Like, uh, yes, they, I, I have 14 AT, AP classes and yeah. like 16 sponsor groups. Uh, yeah, you know, nothing has changed. Clearly. <laughs> after school program, yeah. I also work elsewhere. And Yeah, if someone did a PhD over the tracked life of wheeling kids, I think this would be like a good example. <laughs> the upper so, echelon right there. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why I'm complaining. I know exactly what I'm throwing myself into. So these kids, um, my student group was like, we're going to present in front of 300 freshmen I'm like, okay, go for it. Good job. Like, let's do this. And then, so yesterday they um, gathered all the freshmen to the auditorium and they presented on composting, but they decided to create a Kahoot. And um, 
in the Kahoot, it's like I like I had a gut feeling like I was like, this can go bad. And then Mm -hmm. surprisingly, there was a principal from another school that came by to visit us. And Uh she first stopped by my classroom. And granted, I had scenarios up that was like I did four corners. And one of the scenarios was like, you have a crush on someone and your best friend is now hanging out with future Bay. And I'm just like, she walks (laughs) in. Did you put future Bay? So the kids are like laughing. I'm trying. I mean, I'm 25. Like, I know what that is. Like, I'm using Snapchat. I'm like being like it worked well like i did so washington (laughs) dc was burned in the war of 1812 so i said washington was lit and they just went like oh yeah oh yeah oh my god they like used yeah they don't think we're um social beings so it's like (laughs) so uh, yeah so i had so while that was up there like she walks in and i'm just like oh i'm trying to be culturally relevant (laughs) and these kids are loving it so then she goes downstairs to the auditorium and they're like 300 kids and people are um typing in their usernames the game is starting and then the number one player that shows up is, um, and I want to make sure I don't say it wrong, <laughs> <laughs> comes up as um, Dig Bick, like nice. right at nice. the top. That's subtle. That's subtle. And she's just like, she like looks over, we're all just like, <gasps> like, you know, a staff. And then the kids are just laughing because, you know, that's your winner. Yeah, that's that currently is. trending, the one who's <laughs> doing well. Oh, my God. And then we we're just like, oh, it's about And then it was great because her reaction was like, hey, uh, it's going to happen. And we're just like, yeah, it was just like, yeah. you know, the one time where it's on this huge screen in the auditorium. <laughs> of course, like without first, failure. Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse, right? Like it could have been something super ignorant and super offensive, but it was just like, ah. Yeah, it's a sex joke. I was just like, classic. oh, gosh, these kids like <laughs> you're like the one time. Damn. And and then they just realize how much power they have in numbers. So because they're, <laughs> they'll you know, never find them. Yeah. So like, so what happens is like people will be presenting, and then immediately when they finish, like when they try to take a breath, they'll be like, they'll all start clapping really loudly. <laughs> so they're just trolling entirely. So it's like, it's just, I just, I'm proud of them because I'm just like, you all are a smart bunch. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna use that someday for something better. I hope. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> like I'm so entertained. I feel like a hoot should have something on there so they can't write things like, mm-hmm. uh, what was it, Digbick? Yeah. I feel like there's going to be worse things. Too. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I heard from a colleague of mine that someone actually used the N-word and that oh. actually led, yep, and that led to a huge discussion in that school. It was yeah, very, and I mean, that's like, see, that's the stuff I'm more afraid of is like mm. seeing something that's like, this is not funny, especially when you're in a school where it might not be as diverse. It doesn't matter where you're at, but it's just like, especially when you're in school, where it's like, it's a come on, like, th- how sure. is that funny? Like, really? Like, and I think that's where my disappointment kicks in is just like, or like, I see a lot, like, especially I had an assignment where I told him to create a utopia for an environmentally. And I had okay. a group that was like, every person has a pair that's like male and female and everybody has two kids. And I was like, whoa, where's this assignment going? Uh, it's, it's heteronormative now. And- I got really like, I just, and I can tell some of my students that are trans and like, you know, um, sure. whatever their um, sexual preference was, they immediately looked at me with like help. Like, I don't like yeah, where like this they is. they feel singled out. Yeah, scared. because there were like such huge advocates of like, oh, they're like, like everybody has a husband, like a husband and wives and two kids and a dog. And I'm like, really? Like, like what century is this? I'm like, just like, oh, and they're like, everyone's worshiping one thing. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. I was just like, I'm like, but what if you don't want to? So I, I like, I raised that question immediately. I'm like, I'm like, you know, what if like, I'm sick and tired of that. Like, what if I want to do something else? I'm like, that can be really i was like wow this assignment went weird and then i'm like (laughs) notes to self for next year (laughs) went to a weird place we'll we'll retry that one yeah very quickly i think that's the thing that made me kind of like a little sad was just like wow like i said environmentally guys not like (laughs) socially like geez (laughs) took it to a dark place there yeah (laughs) that's rough well so have you had any other so like obviously there's that one have you ever had any moments though Mm -hmm. so like going back to like the ones that it's like all right that's that's kind of funny immature but like don't do it in front of another principal have you ever had a moment where you're just like "Mm, i can't show my hand that that's actually kind of funny just not appropriate as a teacher have you ever had (laughs) that actually i had this happen in ap so like young like young people in general like they find anything related to the human body just funny (laughs) and anything phallic like it doesn't matter what it is like okay. they'll just laugh immediately and being an environmental science teacher like i'll make references to anything and everything 
And the other day, it's just like, if I reference the word banana or like, you know, it's like that, that far off. Yeah. Well, I mean, they'll just like immediately start laughing. So like I was talking about how like bananas are about to become extinct because there's only a few species left. Is that true? Yeah. So there's only a few species left and oh there's a virus that's currently spreading around. And I was trying to tell my students on that topic that, you know, like there are certain foods that you're taking for granted and like they might go away. And the student pulls out immediately a banana. And I'm just like, I was just mm. like, oh, like, you know, this person pulls out the lovely banana. And I was just like, oh, gosh, I just know oh, <laughs> this is great. And like immediately, like all the kids started laughing. And I was like, oh, I would definitely not do that if like, you know what I mean? Like if someone like, was observing me to yeah, say right, the like, words like, it, like, oh, look, and they just pulled out a lovely banana. <laughs> like I just like it's just innocence. But then also at the same time, yeah. that phallic reference. So yeah. Well, I, like, and I had a professor when I was a freshman in college, so undergrad, and she, it was the first day of class. This is like my second class all time, you know, mm-hmm. as a college student. So intimidated, all that stuff. She like dropped, cause it was a big lecture hall and she dropped her like mic set and she dropped it. She went like, ah, and she was like, Oh, sorry. I'm a screamer. Oh, not oh, the right no. choice of words. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was her first year as a professor and the whole class lost it. College, yeah. college students uh, yeah yeah and it's like and the thing is like in the moment like i'm not like it's like that's not what i'm thinking right so yeah. it's like and i feel bad for like physics teachers who have to use a lot of their hands for motions sure. and stuff like it's like you know you demonstrate something or whatever but it's just yeah as a science teacher like you're making anatomical references constantly and yeah, they're and it's and it's funny because now I realize how my teachers are so good at t- turning that switch off because you're just like, I'm trying to get this lesson down. Like, I'm not thinking right. about that phallic reference. But then when you see these kids laugh so much, it's like you have to keep that rapport. So it's just really hard. Like, I'm like, and, and then me laughing makes them laugh. So it's like, you know, if an inappropriate word shows up in a movie and they chuckle, but I'm chuckling at the fact that they're chuckling, but then now they're right. chuckling they at the fact that I'm, that. Yeah. yeah, now they're laughing at me because I'm laughing at them. And it's just this weird cycle. So I'm trying to like as a new, immature, inexperienced teacher, my goal is to not laugh at tiny things too much. Just say I'm laughing at nothing like ever. Oh no. <laughs> I don't want to get to that extreme it's either. All over. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Have you ever so like did you break down with the did you laugh at the banana thing too? Or were you just Oh like, for sure. Mm-hmm. I was like immediately after I said it, I realized where it went because they all were just laughing and then I couldn't get myself together because I was just like, I'm not going to go like, like it was like, it was so tough because in my head I was like, should I be like, I am so sorry, but then I'm like making too much of a big deal. (laughs) So I was like fighting and like within thoughts within myself and then I was just like, alrighty. Then I became the boring teacher. I was like, let's move on. And then I was just like. (laughs) That's good. That's good. I've had those though where you're just like, you're trying to hold it in. I feel like I've been really good about holding it in. It's only been like one or two times. That's no, that's impressive. See, I can't, when I see something funny, I will laugh. And the kids know it, so they like troll me all the time. There you go. So yeah. like they believe I'm like producing this entire channel called Amoeba. So I show this one video all the time, like the series. I just love their collection. Okay. It's called them. It's the same video every day. They hate well, it. I it, love it. It's no, not the exact kidding. video. It's the channel. It's called right. Amoeba Sisters. So my students believe I create and produce Amoeba Sisters. So like they're coming to a Do point. You? No, I don't. No, I know. That's a conspiracy theory. So now when I have them create video assignments and podcasts, they will do spinoffs of amoeba sisters so they're like okay. this is the amoebros and i'm like why <laughs> like now <laughs> that's awesome i like amoebros yeah so it's just um yeah and they're clever like the i do speak like a scientist spot uh podcast and students started creepily bringing in like snapple commercials they'd be like discount on like use the code m-o-m-m-i for which stands for mommy and it's just like weird like it's just like you're sitting here like this is come up with this yeah i'm like this is odd like so but i mean you know it's like they know how to generate laughs and yeah Yeah. i'm proud of them well like i had uh katie's cousin was on and she is a speech path and she was talking about she had to literally do an entire lesson once on like it's not okay to fart on your friends oh (laughs) wow yeah wait what age group is that uh oh crap i feel like she's in a middle school don't quote me on that i feel like i should double check that but that see that would explain because i did when i did student teaching so this is really interesting too i did two sections of eighth grade and two sections of ninth grade and that was two different worlds like oh my gosh 
it was like so much like commands for eighth graders. And then for ninth graders, it was like, again, back to the innuendos, watching out what I was saying. <laughs> As a science teacher, I think that's the problem is like we're st- so much anatomical references, your body, sure. you know, and it's just like they're so like awkward. And even if I say something like, I don't know what you guys are thinking about right now. And it's like you can be thinking about your crush and then like immediately start giggling. And it's just like they're just <laughs> so like, you know, they're all on edge and it's cute. It's like they don't have things put together yet like right, right, in balance right. so like, i poke fun of that <laughs> especially in middle school too like that's they're like old enough that you know they are somewhat mature mm-hmm. but they're not quite old enough that they think they're super cool right so there's still that like hint of like oh yeah like young kid like dorkiness and sure. innocence and it's like oh i miss can't you just like stay like this for a little bit longer or yeah some flashes of it but Oh, yeah. I definitely saw that within um, Aki kids. So this is a term used for academic centers. So there's the uh, kids that go to the academic centers. Okay. So they're like your selective enrollment middle school kids. Okay. No, I got you. So yeah. um, you see that clear difference. So it's like they're just super like, oh, my God, I need to get an A at a very young age. <laughs> and then it's just, I mean, yeah, who's doing the research to track to see if any of this is okay, right? So you're starting yeah, right. very young. <laughs> and then they get into these schools. And then, but um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, you see that cute innocence, right? It's just sure. like, they want to, sh- like, they show they care and whatever. And you're just like, oh, but also live your life. So that's yeah. my motto for most of my thing. <laughs> Do you know how mad I was when I realized that my middle school grades didn't count? Like, I was so upset. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. I, I, I could have taken art. So, I love art. And unfortunately, I've never taken any art class since elementary school. And this is Ooh. the reason why now I have art everywhere. So, I'm actually having them do comics. I have them craft. Oh, that's kind of cool. Because I'm like I, like, I married art, science, and art together because it's just like, come on. Like, I missed out on it. So, I'm not going to miss out on it now. <laughs> You didn't have a requirement when you were in school to mm-hmm. take a certain like amount of art? I was so tracked. I mean, I was in with a few others. We were so heavily tracked. It was a science track and uh, we were okay. accelerated everything. So I took honors, everything, AP, everything. Right. Yeah, you had so, 18 classes oh, of AP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, right. The kids make fun of me all the time for this. <laughs> <laughs> to a point where speakers come in, they'll raise their hand and look at me and be like, if I took seven AP classes, do you recommend that? And they like look at me while saying <laughs> like, it. I'm like, that's the person to check with. I'm like, wow, really? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know it was a bad idea. Why do you have to rub it into my face when it's like it's in the past, way in the past? Like, like that doesn't alive. apply to you. You can at max take three, so I don't know what you're talking about. Like that's an invalid question. Like, <laughs> there you go. Use that teacher language. Invalid. <laughs> move forward. Yeah, that's great though. Do you know what's so? I was so like just today. I was looking at the birth dates of some of these kids. Some of them weren't even alive. Like mm-hmm. we're talking like 2002. In high school. Oh, I have a story. Oh, my God. I have a story about that. Last year when I was student teaching, I made a reference to Michael Jordan. And someone in my class actually said, oh, soccer player. And I was just like. No, no. In Chicago, they said that? Yeah. I like literally stopped. And like everyone like. So I gasped. And they just looked at me like weird. And oh I was like, oh, I was like, I'm about to get a heart attack. You're like, oh, I'm the asshole in this I situation. Was like, like, what? Wow. And then I was like, oh my God. I'm like, let me breathe. And like, Miss Kazi, you're being dramatic. And it was just like, okay, anyway. It was like, <laughs> hold on a second. The legend was called a soccer player. Like, <laughs> that's, oh my God. But th- then I realized they weren't born in that, like, they don't know what Space Jam is. Like, that's, that's true. Like, like st- classics. They, they're not sports fans at all. They don't like, because I feel like if you turn on ESPN, you mm-hmm. either hear about LeBron. Yeah. Michael Jordan or who's the other big one that they've been talking about lately? Mm. Uh, hmm. I guess you can say Cubs players too. That's true. They're all over. But like for sure, you'll hear about LeBron. You'll hear about, you'll, you'll hear about Jordan in every NBA segment mm-hmm. because they always have to. So like, that's wild. Well, it's just, I don't know. It just, I mean, we're, we're 90s babies and they're just not. So that's <laughs> they that's missed our, that's out. Childhood. That's our thing. Yeah. No. And wow. And it's interesting because when you ask them what their favorite sport is, they're they're just I, well, the students I'm with, I mean, they're they're either really into sports or they're just not. They don't care. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like that was. Do you have like without mm-hmm. going into your school specifics? Do you have like sports stuff like a booster club and all that good stuff? Because I feel like oh, that's where all mm-hmm. the funding there goes to math and science, or it goes to athletics. Right. So, I feel like- so our school, I, I mean, I'm still pretty new, so it's t- and then again, I'm in the science, so I'm going to be a very s- typical science teacher and be like, I support my five <laughs> science organizations. <laughs> there you go. I do know they had a game yesterday against Lane, so they did have a they. 
um, they had a basketball game. So they do have sports for sure. Um, actually, one of our students was the number one state champion in tennis. Uh, yeah, in tennis. Oh, there you so, go. Which is huge, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's certain sports, I guess, for sure. Um, but I would say our school is highly academic. Um, they try. Yeah. Like they're yeah, trying. Like yeah. 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 They're like, I mean, they're trying. But yeah, no, I, I, I think school spirit is something where our school is definitely working on. So I'm, sure. I'm, I'm hoping to see that grow. Yeah. So, and I was actually thinking too, and I thought of it as we were talking about school spirit and sports and Netflix and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone actually contacted, uh, I have a Facebook page for the podcast and uh, we briefly talked about when mm-hmm. Matt was on a couple of weeks ago, something like that. We're not sure like where our careers will wind up by the time, like, mm-hmm. are we going to stay in teaching for 25, 30 years or move into admin or something else? Mm-hmm. Do you know, like, so like this person that like wrote in was saying, I already know that I'm going to go into something else. And I realized early on, this mm-hmm. is going to be my stepping stone. Do you know like where, mm-hmm. cause he said he realized it pretty much right off the bat. Right. Whereas I have no idea what I'm going to be in, you know, five, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Do you have like any like thoughts about like what you'd want to do, where you want to be, or is it all just kind of like ominous? Yeah. Ominous and scary. And- yeah. Well, I mean, that's honest. That's a really good question. I'm, I think given the current political climate and things going on in society, we're just so confused because things yeah. can impact us any day. Like sure, things martial could, law things can actually end ha- any day. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Let's not even talk about beginnings, right? Endings. Martial law might just, right. You don't yeah. know. So um, because we're that generation, we're also the generation that's constantly being screwed over. We're just like, ah, like, you know, it's like taxes and whatever. Sure. Um, so it's, I, I get, I get confused because I have adults who like to tell. So I'm. I don't know about you. I get adults who know exactly. Like they'll tell me where they see me, and I have like a. a Wait, well, like I got a plan for you. Here's yeah, what you should, here's yeah. Your life track. Oh my gosh. Like, well, 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 no. I have adults who feel like they know where I'm going, and okay. now I have like these six paths in front of me, which I'm. It's not like the, it's not like I'm making these my options. It's just interesting to see what different people view you as so for example um so i'm a currently in a scientific affiliate at the field museum so not only do i teach but one time in a week i collaborate with the head of botanical collections there and we do a lot of because i'm a plant person and he's into botany we're just like let's merge education and whatever so we try to come up with like either lessons or programs or ways to just get youth engaged in micro like plants in general like how can we get them engaged in the museum and when I talk to him, his joke is like, oh, you're like, you're going to become like a director of an education, blah, Ooh. blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, you bear, like, no, no. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. But see, and I could see that. I honestly so, could. So I feel sweet. like I see you like going up to like some director you're thing so and sweet. changing something. And-, and then my mentor teacher is so cute. She was like, you're going to become our secretary of education. I'm like, oh, no. Right, right, right. <laughs> no. I was like, yeah, this is too much. Although, right? to be honest with you, anyone will be more qualified. So imagine if a teacher actually had that job oh my god that's right right but then it's just like oh that's such a great cop but no like i do not want to be sitting there you know being like you confirming know confirming your confirmation hearings or, and or even being like reclaiming my time every like two minutes like i think that's right. very boring <laughs> so um but uh and then it's like my parents they're just like oh like they're like each person has a different view of you and it's weird because we're at this age where we're exploring ourselves and I personally want to perfect my craft. And I think a lot of us do. We just started. Yeah. We want to be at a point where we're good. And we realize a lot of our experienced teachers say that like within year five or year 10, like a lot of our PhD candidates are for education. They're just like, you know, it took us 10 years to really like what we're doing. Yeah. But I definitely see myself getting my PhD and I will okay. be teaching. Like that's what I, like that's where oh, I see simultaneously. Myself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We okay. have definitely. So, um, so one of our teachers within our um, staff, they, uh, they're they not only pursuing the PhD at UIC, so we're part of the same fellowship, but um, they're, yeah, they're teaching physics. So it's like uh, the my mentor within that fellowship at, at UIC, she's a teacher at another selective enrollment school, and she's also pursuing her PhD. So it's yeah. like surrounded by PhD folks. 
And honestly, I'm not doing it for the money, not doing it for, <laughs> I feel like you know. Most PhDs do not go into it for money and they don't have the money. No, and it's going to, pro- like, it's like, you know, I just want to go in because I'm so, I, I enjoyed being in school. I enjoyed learning more about, you know, just education and why certain students succeed, why certain students like myself go into these crazy paths and why certain <laughs> students don't, right? It's like. So you want to answer the question, why am I the way I am? I'm right. Just, well, just, yeah, right. Maybe, maybe, maybe this. Is why I'm so fascinated is to be like why why like it's like especially students of color like who gets to keep going and mm. who gets to see those blocks and also financially right sure. it's like I'm some of us are lucky that I'm speaking on behalf of myself coming from a very middle class family from the suburbs like money and like we're lucky that we have that stability like if I miss out rent or anything whatever you know yeah, you can got your back yeah, yeah you have your parents or you um or they're still paying your phone bill like crazy right it's like <laughs> the privilege of middle class nice. right yeah but um but <laughs> these are things i take for granted but then i realize that hey these are the reasons like think about it look at how much money we paid for just testing or just to become oh a teacher God. yeah that was brutal Jeez, was it, uh, like three hundred dollars yeah three hundred if you, and then if you had to redo it luckily none of us did right. oh my god right oh. so we were paying to become a teacher which is insane <laughs> Yeah. It was just like, ouch, like I didn't even start yet and I'm starting negative. Like what the heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like nobody told me about this. <laughs> so you, you're not, so like I did undergrad and then went straight into grad school. You're not like, oh, oh, well you did say you would wait a little bit to get your PhD, but I feel like you couldn't pay me to get my PhD right now. I'm just so tapped out wow. from six years straight and two degrees. And uh-uh. Oh, you're going to find me crazy here. And I think <laughs> Brian can agree with me on this one um so i actually was like oh i'm gonna get my phd in three years and he's like oh no you're not no you're not so um he, he uh, oh and i shouldn't say name sorry so um i can take out his yeah so another colleague of mine was like was uh another colleague was like you are not getting your phd in three years and i like starting school i was like yes i am like i am very ambitious and determined i'm gonna do this but now it's time i'm like no no no, no. i'm gonna take my time yeah, like yeah. it's like there's no way like it's just a lot of that takes a lot of work it's like with anyone like i'm so i respect the fact that you're doing a podcast this is amazing for a first year <laughs> Compared right to a phd this is way easier like this is so chill but it's a lot of work you have to go through a lot of editing and pay, uh, like i mean it's like whatever your you know whatever direction you have you put a lot of thought into it aside oh, for thanks. grading so that's like that's a respect right so <laughs> those who are listening like if he can do it you can too <laughs> for the other for all the first years out there that are listening <laughs> I think we only have like three or 400 subscribers so far, but we're growing. We're growing. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. So my motivational speech to our listeners right now is that you have listened to a very crazy teacher who's crazily involved in a lot and I'm alive and breathing and fine. But this is how I work. This is how I cope with stress. I think that's the other thing we have to um, think about is like, how are we coping with stress? So it's like, this is how I unfortunately manage is I pile on more work so I don't think about it twice. There you go. Yeah, just but for some, overload it. But for some people, it's yoga and Starbucks and like, sure. you know, walking their dog and or yeah. creating podcasts. So find your find your niche. Yeah. Do you have, so like, before we like wrap it up, do you have like, a, like do you go like, so I go to the gym a lot. Mm-hmm. I have this, which is kind of fun. Do you have that, that niche? That's okay. So, okay. As a crazy person, um, I love going to conservatories, plants, okay, okay. submersing, just being in Ch- qu- Chicago has a beautiful one. We, we had a PD there. It's awesome. I yeah. Garfield Conservatory, yeah, Lincoln Park there. Conservatory, all the gardens, name it. Um, so just being surrounded by organisms that don't talk back is great because I talk too much <laughs> to begin with. So it's just <laughs> great to be in that space and just connecting with nature and green. But um, I love yoga, and so going back to that, and just like I love art, so painting, poetry. But yeah, trying—that's like that's my little niche. Is the artistic part of my life, that's which good. is why I did not choose a career in that field. <laughs> well, but you're implementing it for your students. Yes, that, yes, sneaking that in there. That's good too. Do you think Brian would ever be on? Yeah, I mean, I could convince him. That would be good. I said we could always do a, a combo. A duo? So you oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That'd oh, be the, you'd be so entertained, I guess. <laughs> I would be. This was entertaining. This was awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Would you ever want to be on again, by the way? Sure. I mean, if you want to do a checkup, I can tell you <laughs> yeah. how horrible I sound. Or maybe I lost my voice. <laughs> In a few months, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I, don't, I have too many AP classes on job now. I can't do any of this anymore. Help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll be fine. So that'd be good. But yeah, yeah, that'd be great if you ever wanted to. And we can for sure try to find a way. And yeah. I can always get him booze. Sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. 
All right. Well, did you want to like plug anything? Like you, you mentioned that you have that article coming out with the botanical garden. Oh, or... sure. Um, I guess this is just advice. I'd say is um, a lot of teachers re- forget to realize to connect with your university professors and museums. And it's interesting because over the summer I worked at the museum and realized that they were saying that they think we don't want to talk to them, and and it's just like that same feeling, like vice versa. So uh, luckily enough, just through summer work and pairing with someone who's very similar interest, we are now publishing something in the applications of plant sciences. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's such a big thing. Congratulations. Yeah. So thank you. It's like being co-authored in a publication. I feel very, we are all academics, right? So now I feel very yeah. academic and I could throw it in my resume. Your name is somewhere out like, there. If right. You, if you Google it, it's there. Yeah. Right. Right. But um, my actually ultimate goal is now to get students published as well so it's just giving them that opportunity that you know these academic spaces are so toxic Mm -hmm. and um now that i have this avenue and this opening and i'm paired with a really great um principal investigator it's just trying to um see where it goes yeah yeah that's awesome you're gonna have to send me the link to that so I can double check, or I can just Google it. Oh, sure. There we go. Actually, um, <laughs> we're gonna get a we're gonna get an email from the publishing company when they're gonna oh, actually when it's because they're either gonna wait for a bunch of articles and then publish it, sure. Or if it's it's pretty dead, then they'll just publish ours. <laughs> this, but it's coming in an issue. So. Or if they need something to jolt them, like you know, oh. we want we want something that's gonna stand on its own. This article is strong enough. Sure. The and there's there 30 of us co-authored. So just to show okay. you, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's not you. You don't have to be the sole author of things. Like you can. Just just join a sure. project and show kids that you know you're part of a bigger learning yeah. community share the load instead of carrying it all by yourself for sure which yeah. was probably hard for you to do initially oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> well uh so thank you again for being on yeah thanks um, for having me. if you haven't already please make sure do you want to like plug any of your social media or anything like that i'm not sure if you want to that's okay if not uh, but, oh that's so funny okay i guess i guess um <laughs> yeah if you want to if you're into plants and you, you who uh, isn't into plants though yeah if you're into plants and you want to know what green can do for you i guess you can check out my instagram <laughs> there you go what was it at what oh, green? it's it's at Aisha Kazi, so A Y E S H A Q A Z I, and maybe there's a T in there. <laughs> well, either way, you can just plug in my name, and I'm pretty sure I'm the only science teacher that pops up. There you go. That's very good. It's very right public, there. but you can ask me a ton of questions. I'm happy to help you with first year advice. Cool, sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, this was episode 11 of Classroom Brew. I think episode 11. Uh, so thank you guys. You guys are awesome for subscribing, spreading the word, rating and reviewing, all those things. If you want, you can check us out on YouTube. We have an Instagram. There's also the Facebook page, all those good things. Feel free to reach out. Uh, I would also love if you guys reach out. I'm more than happy to have you guys on because it's always cool to network and meet you guys. We're going to be featured in January on two pods a day, which is going to be cool. Hopefully that gives us a spike, uh, in the network so that we can really get this thing out there and help it grow. <laughs> Lost my voice for a second. So uh, thank you guys again for listening and we'll see you next week.